right, guys. So this is for our kilted Christian brother who's in the house, too. Um, they're back tonight. I'm so happy. Um, so this is in honor of you guys. I can't wait for tonight. I took a nap earlier, and this is for y'all. Well, guys, hi, good evening again. Uh, that was for our brothers on um, Kilted Christian and Sister uh, Living. Can't forget her, but that's for you guys. Um, it happened to pop up just a little bit ago. Um, I was looking for something else, which is why I was late. Um, what I was looking for, I showed uh, Jack, and we were just finishing that up, and I noticed the time, and I was like, oh, no, I'm late. And then I got my tardy slip message from text message from jeff uh sorry about that guys my bad um but i'm just so happy uh kilted christian's gonna be on tonight at 10 30 p.m eastern here on podbean so if you're not there you're gonna be square i'm gonna be there i took a nap just a little while ago well let's say a little while ago i hadn't been long got up i actually slept from like three o'clock until six when jack come in and woke me up and i was like oh no what time is it? Um, kind of in a daze, but I got my nap in, so I'm going to be up. It's so glad to be back here and be with you guys. Angie, hello. How are you, sister? I'm glad to have you on tonight. Hi. I'm good. How are you? 
I'm good. That music just got me all pepped up. And I got some uh, really awesome, uh, fun, great text messages right before the show. And just, you know, I, it's amazing what this family is and just makes me so happy. How are you doing? How's the family? Good. Um, busy school stuff and home stuff and trying to keep up with all the animals we got some eggs in the incubator so we're counting down the days for the little fluffies to hatch um so that's exciting um this is the first time using the incubator that it's actually worked so i'm excited oh that's awesome yeah ryan said earlier on sister on scripture about how y'all have three days left for they yeah. hatch yep that's so awesome um i'm getting ready actually i've got to put 10 in i've got an order for 10 um eggs there was a gentleman at the feed store who had a dog that got some of his between the dog and the cat got some of them so he was wanting some layers to you know be able to have his own eggs and stuff and he had somebody that was actually he was kind of upset because one guy that he knew was going to buy him buy some eggs from him and then he said they just had started laying when something got when they got you know the dog had got them and so he was wanting to get some and i was like well i'll hatch off some you know it'd be cheaper he was wanting to get some layers and i was gonna sell him to him sell them you know each like 25 dollars. i figured it was fair but um then i told him i could incubate him some and he was happy with that so and that would have been a cheaper way for him and i wanted to help him out too but still you know i can't lose out either you know and i've got a lot into the birds so it's like oh cool but yeah i'm gonna be hatching off some myself too that's so awesome it's so great to watch them hatch and the kids get to watch them hatch too and that's fun oh yeah it's been fun to candle them and watching them move around in the eggs and all that. Even as an adult, because when we were little, Grandma just stuck them in the oven on warm, and we may have been there, may not have been there when they hatched. It just kind of depended on the luck of the draw. And But to actually go through all the steps now, even as an adult, it's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, it is. It's really neat. to. I think I got a video of one of a little um chick fetus in the egg um swimming around that's that's kind of wild you know yeah even as an adult it's kind of it's cool to watch mm -hmm. so i heard um we're gonna talk about cannabis tonight because weeds are our friends you know as we know with dandelions um you know dandelions are so good for you and look what they use they use Roundup to try to kill them. And dandelions, I mean, they're good for inflammation. They're, you know, actually work on um, heart issues, you know, so it can actually improve your circulation and help with that, which is amazing. And another one of our amazing um, plants is, is cannabis. And so I, we're going to talk about that tonight. I know it's kind of taboo for some people. But I, and it's more so, I think, for me than in other places, because in South Carolina, it's not legal. We're not one of the states where even CBD is legal. Um, I think they just passed the CBD 
but it's got to be, it's a low percentage or something. It's not like in some other places. And cannabis has got a ton of benefits, not just, you know, the THC part that gets you high, which though that's part of it that really helps relax you as well. But, you know, the, the CBD part of the plant, you know, and part of it when it's extracted is really good. And it's good for you. Um, they've used it for children, for seizures. They're using it for MS patients. Sorry, guys. Gabby seems to want to be barky and chatty tonight. Hopefully, she'll calm down. But I heard that somebody had made a t-shirt because it's legal where you are, which is awesome. And so tell me about the cannabis tincture. Talk to us a little bit about that. I'm going to mute and let you tell us about that. And then we'll go over some more of the benefits and we can answer questions. If anybody has questions, put them in the live chat. Um, and I'll try to watch that as best as I can. All right. So um, I, well, we live in Michigan. So here it is legal for us. Um, well, state legal anyway not necessarily federally legal, um, but my, we can actually grow plants in our yard. They just can't be visible like from the road. So we don't grow them because we live kind of in town, but my friend grew a plant for her daughter. Well, her daughter kind of grew a plant too. Um, she has MS and she was diagnosed very young. So she uses um, marijuana, CBD, THC, all of that to help her. Um, and then after I kind of got fed up with doctors and taking meds, kind of started taking um, like gummies and making, well, not making creams, but buying the um, CBD creams to use kind of like, um, kind of like Bengay, Icy Hot, stuff like that, but it's marijuana. Um, so when my friend decided to grow this plant, I just asked if she would save me some of the leaves, really, um, off the tree to use to kind of play with more so than anything. Um, so she saved me the leaves off the plant with pollen on it and all that. And I made a tincture and I also made an oil infusion. So I infused the oil with the cannabis plant to make my salves. So instead of going and to the pot shop essentially and buying a salve for 70, 80 bucks, I made my own for the cost of a quart of oil, like extra virgin olive oil and some beeswax from a local bee guy. Um, and that was really all that went into it. Um, I will say that Having the fresh plant matter, knowing where I got my stuff from, knowing that it wasn't treated with chemicals galore, um, knowing that I didn't put all the extra whatever into it that they do um, kind of helps put my mind at ease. But I also can't test to see what percentage the CBD is and what percentage the THC is. Cause I really don't know how to do that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I kind of did it just to play with to see um, how it would affect me 
if I could go a cheaper route and know where my stuff came from and made my own. Um, and so far, I made it all and bottled it. I think it was yesterday. Um, but I will say that the salve has worked just as good as the stuff that I purchased from the medical pot shop. So I'm very happy with that. That's awesome. You know, it was kind of ironic that we had got to talking about this. You know, this this topic kind of come up. I mean, this was something not planned, guys. So, I mean, literally, me and Angie just kind of talked about this today. And I was, what got me on it again is because Jim Belushi has a show. Um, me and Jack had watched it. It's called Growing Belushi. And he's got Belushi Farms, and he's in Oregon, and he's got a big pot farm. Now, he is able to test and check out, like, what the different levels are, but he uses a lab. They, they have to send it off to a lab for the lab analysis and stuff. And, I mean, you know, it's, he even said it's not necessary, but for their customers, because they sell, you know, they... They go ahead and test it anyway, just to kind of keep up to par or whatever and, and see where they're at. But he did that for his brother, John, and they've got um, one of the brands. It's like Blues Brothers or something that I saw on there and they make like ice cream and stuff like that. But the benefits, it's it's amazing. Like what I get why it's illegal in some places. It doesn't make sense, but I know why. It's the whole fact of control. Um, Jeff had said in the, I think it was Jeff had said something here in the chat about it. Um, when they, yep, control, only illegal when they can't control, in my opinion. And that's true. It is only illegal when they can't control it. And they don't want to allow that control to go away. Here, it's it's a stronghold. I think Florida is coming up with some. I saw somebody else say, um, I think it was Little Red said something about Florida is on the tails of it. But it's, it's crazy because it has so many benefits and things that you could do and, and be able to do. It's not like like heroin or fentanyl, you know, it's not something that you're going to get out there. And like with even alcohol, if you get out there, people that smoke pot aren't getting out there and going to drive. Not usually. And if they are usually, you know, I mean, they better be smart. You know, usually if a person, because people that smoke pot or use it and you don't have to just smoke it, there's edibles. And those are actually really great, but you have to be cautious with those. Because those, you could control it, but if you don't space it and just kind of wait and, and kind of rush it, it's going to hit you really bad. But people, they just don't do the same when they're using the pot as what, you know, when there's other things. But yet, because it really heightened up with Nixon, Nixon and the war on drugs and they started doing the different stamp acts with it and oh that's is it really a little red so that will be rec i'm sorry i i stopped in the middle of my thing i was reading chat 
um, is about to go retail here in Florida. It's medical right now. So that means the recreational, correct? Wow. Um, okay. That's amazing. So that makes, what, like 40-something states now in the U.S. that are legal, right? Roughly? Yeah, okay. That's wild. So, and see, you, Angie, being able to make that tincture like that, because you can, you know, grow it there, so you don't have to worry about, like, in places where it's illegal and you have to go obtain it, you know, in bad, not really always bad, but risky situations sometimes to be able to go get it. And then that usually involves, you know, traveling with it or something like that. And it's not, it's not good. It's not safe and and it's costly, but you could there, grow it and be able to have it. And it's a natural plant. It's a natural weed. It's not something they have to process for you to be able to use. You were able to process it and use it in a different way, which is awesome. So how else have you, have you made, um, what else have you made? Have you done edibles yet? Or have you tried those? Um, the only thing that I've done with it is the salve and the tincture. Um, I do have enough oil left that I could either do another salve or I could put it in my soap. So I'm kind of debating because there is about a, I would say probably a pint of oil left. So I'm debating what to do with it. I know they're going to grow another couple of trees um, this summer. And she said that she would save me more. Um, so I can kind of play with it a little more with the next round um and they use like an indica strain versus a stevia um because the indica is more relaxing the stevia is more gets you moving um which is what i wanted was more of the indica the lower relaxing one um so when she gives me more then i kind of want to try putting some in grapeseed oil i want to try putting some more in the olive oil, um, do another tincture with it. And then I kind of want to play around and see how I would be able to do the edibles or if I would have to almost press. I, I'm not sure yet. I got to look into some more of that stuff. Have you um, heard, there's a machine. Um, I think it's the Herbal Chef is the actual name of the unit. It will actually melt it down. Um, you could take like an ounce of pot and put it into this. It's almost like a, like a tall skinny Instapot sort of, you know, um, put it in there and it'll liquefy it. And then you can use that to, um, it melts it down. You can use that to add to, you add butter to it. And I mean, you can just put it in, put regular brownie mix and, Somebody in here was talking about brownies. That's why I was like, yeah, I've seen that. And that's something that you can maybe look into if you want. Um, some people just take and boil it down, but I heard it leaves a really bad smell. When you open those, um, they do have a bad smell. So that keeps the smell out of your house if you, you know, don't want that smell. Um, you would be able to make brownies with the oil and 
the infused oil because it's just olive oil. So you would be able to, like, you could cook with it. Like, I could make cookies with it or stuff like that. I'm, I guess, my edibles that I eat now are gummies. <laughs> so I'm trying to process in my head how I would make a gummy out of the oil. But I didn't think about, like, food food. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, you could make brownies, cookies, stir fry some veggies in it. I don't know. I mean, there's the options. <laughs> Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, I actually um, had an experience with Tootsie Rolls and Rice Rice Krispie Treats. That's another one. Um, in D.C., we had a, a very fun experience. And that's why I said, you know, you can be able to break pieces off and, and go a little at a time instead of, oh, this thing tastes yummy. I'm going to eat the whole thing. And um, so... My husband had a really bad experience at the National Cathedral. And so that's why I definitely suggest um, only take a little at a time with that. But yeah, just watch and see with the oil, you can do the different concentrations um, to where you're not getting so much in each part, right? Yeah. Yeah, and see, the thing is, is that it, I use it not to get high, though sometimes the high part is, well, I'm not going to lie, it's nice because the world today is kind of crazy, um, and, and I feel like it does heighten my ability and my perception to be able to, because whenever I do use it, um, I will, it's usually because I'm hurting, um, for one, and I use it for pain relief. Uh, Montel Williams had been on Dr. Oz a very, very long time ago before Oz decided he was going to be a politician. And he was on opioids for probably 10, 15 years. And he cut to where he could, he was bed bound, couldn't walk. And when they first started legalizing it, I think that's when Colorado first legalized it. Um, they were, he went there to be able to get the pot and used that instead. And he said within like six months, he was out skiing and stuff. So, you know, it, it's beneficial. And they even changed the name. The reason why they call it marijuana from cannabis is because they were trying to scare white Americans away from it. Um, I think it was like in the 50s, maybe. Uh, in 1950s, they were trying to scare white America away from it. And at that time, you know, they were in the 30s. Okay. So they were trying to keep white America from wanting to, to use that because they were introducing the pharmacy, all the, the drugs that cause harm, whereas this plant is a natural plant. It grows. I mean, it, that's why they call it a weed. It, it grows so, so easily. Um, and that's what, you know, and that's what they do with propaganda all the time, um, trying to control just like now. They they didn't want people to have the alternatives for COVID, you know, if it was really even real. You know, they didn't want people to have the alternatives for it. They wanted people to go get the death shot, get the clot shot.
So what else you been baking in the kitchen? Um, I have been actually taking a class online with a lady who lives up by Nova Scotia. Um, and she has been focusing on mullen. So we did a mullen tincture, which we will come back to this coming weekend. Um, but we also did a oil infusion with mullen. So with that oil, I made um, a mullen salve, which is good for like eczema and psoriasis, um, stuff like that, any skin ailments. Um, and then what else? Oh, I used the mullen that was in the olive oil instead of just straining it and throwing it away. I put it in soap. So I made my lye soap with the oil infused mullen. Did I say that right? Probably not. Um, the infused oil in my soap as well as the mullen that would have gone kind of in the garbage um, as like an exfoliator. So I just cut that soap today actually. So it is going to be curing for the next six weeks before I can try it out. Um, so I got that taken care of. I added some more mullein into grapeseed oil because I found out that when you make a salve, if you use olive oil, it's going to set up a lot firmer than if you use grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil will give you a more premier salve. So I'm trying grapeseed oil now. Um, so I have to wait two weeks before I can make a salve with that because it has to do its thing and infuse and let all the properties kind of go where they need to go in the oil. Um, and then we started a sourdough bread starter. Um, that would be the 30th. So next weekend I'll be making sourdough bread. Um, I don't know. We've just kind of been playing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, I'm getting ready to do a sourdough as well. I have finally got everything cleared out to where I can and, um, you know, things situated to where, you know, I've been outside kind of getting, I finally got my garlic planted and got it in the ground, which it is actually popped up now. So I've been trying to keep that from sprouting and kind of covering it up as best I can. But this week we're in the 60s. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I, I love that you're making the soaps. I, I'm, I'm stuck on these soaps. So I was, when you were talking about the mullen, it got me back to, I got distracted. It was like, squirrel. Um, anyway, with the, um, you said you were making, thought about making some, um, I'm just going to call it pot soap. Um, I don't yeah. know what else to call it. Uh, but So you're going to, you're well, thinking about making some soap with it, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and actually my friend named her pot plant, um, and it was the peanut butter pounder is what that one was named. That was what she had written on the bag for the, for the plant itself when she gave it to me. Um, so I thought it was kind of funny. I figured I'd share. Um, so that would be my peanut butter pounder pot soap. Um, <laughs> if I get around to making that, um, which I... I mean, peanut I butter soap would just be amazing. 
Like I'm that. thinking about I I, I'm thinking about it here in my head, and I was rolling it around. I'm like peanut butter soap, peanut <laughs> butter <laughs> pot soap. That's even better, right? You know that coffee soap that you did. Yeah. Um, that would be a great one to do too. Yeah. Well, I made um an acne soap, which I don't know if I've talked to you since I've done that. Um, I made an acne soap with tea tree oil and charcoal. Did I tell you that? Did I no, you we haven't that? talked about that. So let's chat about that. Okay. So um, my daughter has acne and she gets like, she has prescription acne medication because it's really bad. Um, and I've been trying to kind of look in, obviously, the more natural stuff. Um, so this was one of the recipes in my soap making book. So it's activated charcoal, some benzotine, benzotine clay, I think. I don't remember exactly how to say it or what it's called, but it's clay, um, charcoal powder, and tea tree oil. Um, and that just cured, and she has not used it yet, but my neighbor has, and she loves it. Um, it has cleared up all the acne that she had on her face. Um, she's super happy with it. So I'm kind of little pat myself on the back for that one um and then um i also made a shampoo bar so instead of liquid shampoo i've been using a bar of soap and it actually i don't use conditioner with it anymore but it cleans my hair and leaves it feeling not really dried out but like really clean like almost like it stripped it clean um, and it doesn't really leave a residue either. So I, I'm really liking the, um, the bar soap for shampoo. That's awesome. That's really awesome because your hair, now did you use it? I know you got your hair cut. Did you use it before when your hair was longer? No, it was still curing. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was wondering how it would do with longer hair, too. But that's real. That's awesome. I have, yeah, yeah mine that you sent me, I have used that up. And let me tell you guys, this soap, the, that coffee soap, soap she made was really, really awesome. Um, it smelled great. And it didn't, it, it was not harsh on the skin. It was very, very soft, but it, you felt clean still, and I loved it. You did great with it. Well, thank you, because I am definitely still learning. It is all new to me. <laughs> I'm just winging it by the seat of my pants. I am winging it. Yeah, and see, you... Gosh, I went outside, so that way the dogs wouldn't be loud, and now the cars are being loud. So, sorry about that. Um... So you made a box for your supper. I remember seeing that and for the molds and you cut it up. And this is guys, this is the soap. Um, I don't know if you put it in knickknacks or not, but if not, um, if you want to put it in there, um, it, it looks like it's pretty easy and it looks great. And you can, I mean, you can make any type really, right? For soap? Yeah, for the soaps. Yeah, um, I because I'm using my old phone to do this podcast. I'm going to put pictures of the uh, soap in the knickknacks now, so I don't forget. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's not hard by any means. Um, it's 
just a lot more science than I thought it would be. Um, because the lye, you you have to know your sap value for your oils, so that way you do the proper amount of lye, so that way it sets correctly. Which the mullen, I don't know, because with using the mullen itself being infused with the oil, I didn't calculate for the extra oil because the mullen created like a sponge and soaked up extra. So when I cut it today, it was very tacky and I'm hoping that it cures. Um, I really have no idea, but with the extra oil in it, I'm, I think I might've goofed it up, but it really does lather great. Cause I used like some of it from the box that got on my hands when I washed my hands afterwards and it lathered up great. It smells amazing. Um, so I'm hoping that, fingers crossed, um, it sets good. But most of the recipes in the book, like it tells you like you need 10 ounces of olive oil, 8 ounces of tallow, 4 ounces of coconut oil, um, 4.1 ounces of lye with 12.2 ounces of filtered water and all of that. So it really does go step by step. Um, you just have to be careful when you mix the lye and the water. You have to heat up the water and add the lye to it. One, do it outside because it will bubble up. Two, you can't really breathe it in. Like you shouldn't stand over it and breathe it in because it is not great for you. <laughs> um, and three, make sure you use a big enough container that when the lye and the water meet and it does create the little volcano bubbly thing, um, I used a smaller container and when the lye hit the water, it shot straight up and I threw the, the, the container and said some words and burnt my arm really bad with the chemical burn. So um, just be prepared that you need to, you know, safe space, lots of room for expansion and bubbling with the lye water. And then um, once you have your lye water mixed, and your oils melted you just kind of it's a waiting game your oils and your lye have to go between 100 and 110 degrees before you can mix them together so that way the chemical reaction does what it's supposed to with the oils and the lye um so it can set up and it's just it takes about two hours to do a batch of soap just because you wait so long for everything to come to temp and then um you mix it and then you let it set and then you mix and let it set and mix and let it set until it comes to trace. So it does take, it does take some time, but it's, uh, it's nice when you get it done. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you got burnt though, because lie, lie will burn very quickly. Okay. Um, and it, it's, Oh, that stuff is rough. I've used lye to, um, it's the most, it's the best drain cleaner there is. Like it will eat stuff right away. If you've got hair, um, you know, that's in the drain or something like that, clogging the drain, bam, it's, it's gone. So I know you must have got a really bad burn with that. It, it, uh, I knew it happened. I said some words. I threw the glass full and broke it. <laughs> and um, I think I, 
I climbed out of my sweatshirt faster than I've climbed out of any outfit I've ever had on. And um, I found some burn cream and put that on. But yeah, it was was a learning curve. And now I'm just really, really careful and cautious and make sure that the kids are inside and not, you know, because they like watching it. It's kind of cool to watch it bubble up and stuff like that. But uh, just just cautious with with doing it because it does make a make a mess. <laughs> okay. Yes, most definitely. And you can make your own Ryan saying you can make your own life from hardwood ashes. I did not know that. Yep. So how do you do that? Do you um do you I mean is it something that's fairly simple? Um I think he's walking downstairs. <laughs> Tom, you can't just all right ryan you're hearing me here there we go okay ashes and primal water hmm. interesting i may have to look into that rainwater rainwater okay i was like what's primal water but i was like i'll keep that <laughs> um i know that you have to like filter it through like there's I remember seeing pictures on how to do it because we have a book that'll show us how to do it. Um, let me see. Maybe this one. We have so many books, which is awesome. Um, it's just remembering what's in what book. No, while you're doing that, um, so back on, I know I'm kind of, we're jumping all over. It's like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Um, so back with the cannabis, I do want to say, um, as far as like regulations, the only kind of regulation I think that should be put on it for recreational is maybe an age restriction. And I think, because I don't think children should be able to have access to it if they don't need it for something, because I think it can, um, stunt development brain development at a young age but you know i think maybe like 25 30 um they should be able to you know by then and and probably i don't know about that all but i'm thinking like because what we see in some of the states like in portland uh or not portland's not a state it should be a state it's like a zoo um but oregon The state of Oregon, especially in Portland, you know, you've got a lot of those that are just, you know, you could go in there recreational and buy it. Um, I think 18 years old and man, those kids, I mean, they, they're giving it to children and people in schools and stuff. And so I don't like the younger children being able to have access to it. Yeah. The zoo of Oregon, maybe, yeah, like maybe 21, like alcohol that that's reasonable, um, uh, and that's actually a pretty good thing because it's, it's not as bad as alcohol in my opinion, because it doesn't cause damage to your organs. Um, not like what alcohol, alcohol will cause liver cirrhosis and other issues. Now, alcohol is good for like, if you've got issues with your kidneys and you need to flush your kidneys and things like that, um, uh, it's very good for, but 
like all things, you know, when you get to where there's an abuse of something, that's where there's definitely a problem and you don't want that. So well, that's all I wanted to, you know, kind of touch base on that while you were looking for what the name of that book was. Cause I was like, well, you know, I want to make sure that's said during this, the podcast, you know, um, it's not like I'm just saying, hey, go give your kids pot and go get them high or whatever. No. But when in the right use and for the right reasons and stuff, it's it's fine. Um, you know, like I said, it's a natural plant that does grow. And it's just that the government has turned um, the ta- it, they've turned it taboo, you know. And then you got people like the Satanists like Sam Smith on the Grammys last night and doing all their crazy crap. Meanwhile, it's like, hey guys, you know, why do we, why are people getting punished for using something that's a natural plant for treatment of, you know, musculoskeletal disorders or neurological disorders, you know, seizures with, with the neurological part for nausea, for people with cancer, for, you know, for lupus, for people that have anorexia, especially like with cancer patients when they get so, you know, nauseous too. It, it really is something that's, that's so beneficial. And just because the government decides they didn't like it, you know, the, the Native Americans were using it. And, and it, helps, you know, it, it relieves so much, so many problems, you know, arthritis and stuff. Well, and it's like anything else. I mean, even a doctor, if he prescribes you, I don't know, Norco per se, you're not going to go home and take the whole bottle. You're going to take it as the doctor tells you. I mean, this is no different, no different than any of the other tinctures, the wild lettuce tincture. You're not going to drink the whole bottle. You're exactly drops and you're going to work your way up to your body and you kind of know you know hey today's a little bit rougher of a day maybe I'll take another two drops or you know today's not that bad maybe I only need one drop you know but you're not going to drink the whole thing because it's still medicine and that's exactly the same with, with a pot marijuana whatever you want to call it it's still medicine it just you know it isn't the typical I'm going to go to the pharmacy and pick up you know my pill box but that's just yeah, and so the dependency isn't there because the addic- it, it doesn't have addictive properties, not like um, like with the opioids does, like with the fentanyl and the morphine and the norco and stuff like that. That could be that has a very high potential of being addictive and habit forming. Whereas if you're using cannabis for medicinal purposes it, you're not and i mean cannabis period it's not an addictive type plant or drug you know it's it's not so you know it's like you said you know with the with the different types and the ways that you can use it you know it's non-habit forming and you get the benefits without causing harm to your body from all of the different side effects. Like the side effects from this is not, especially when you're just using the CBD part and not even getting any of the THC, just the cannabinoids, just getting that in 
that really, you know, is beneficial without getting that, the high part or whatever, you know. And I mean, there's so many ways to, to use that, that like what you were talking about with the soaps and with the tinctures. And so it's not even something that like a lot of people with, with smoking it, you know, that's not the only form that you, you know, can use it. Punky's saying in chat here, it's not a gateway drug. It's not. And so there's so much other things that like tobacco, tobacco, nicotine is so habit forming. You know, mm -hmm. that you don't, a lot of people have such a hard time, millions of people, not, I'm not going to say millions, thousands of people that attempt to quit smoking have such a hard time because of the addictiveness of the nicotine, yet it's legal. But yet, and that causes, you know, lung scarring, it decreases circulation, whereas um, cannabis, especially, you know, when you do smoke it, it actually will open the airways up some to where if you've got like people with um, cystic fibrosis, when they have all of that phlegm in their chest, in their lungs, that helps get that up and out of their chest where they're coughing it up and, and getting it out versus them trying to give them something else that's not, you know, and they're like, uh, there's a lot of people saying that, yeah, hemp, um, they have now they do have hemp farms coming here in South Carolina. And that is it, it's such a great fibrous material that you could do so much with. But our government really has is completely backwards on what they allow and don't allow, what they'll regulate and what they haven't regulated. And soon i think soon that it it will be legal everywhere it's just a matter of time but you know it should be federally legalized still um and still even after all these states have legalized it then maybe that's when they'll federally but you know with those federal restrictions say somebody wants to come like with you if you want to come from your house to my house you can't bring your medicine with you to my house because it's illegal here in my state or you know even crossing any state line you know so it, it's crazy you know and it's like oh well you know it limits where people can go and where they want to go and that's not fair not when you know it, it's not something that's habit forming and it's not going to cause the death and damage and destruction like a lot of the things they have is legal. I mean, our food that's on the, the shelves is not even fit mostly for our consumption, yet it's legal. Yep. Yeah, I like what Ryan said. The Fed has no business in your business. Mm -mm, not at all. They're They're awful. It's like, um, I saw the thing on Whole Foods, too. Um, Whole Foods, since their advertises, grow, grow locally, but yet it's made in China or imported from China. And, I mean, they've got Skittles. Skittles has the lawsuit that the, it's not made, it's not edible. It's not for human consumption. 
but yet things that are beneficial and are helpful like like the cannabis that will actually heal so many things from you know like i said from the the pain and nausea it'll even help with glaucoma like people that have the the, the fluid pressure and stuff in their eyes and the seizures let me tell you as a person that has seizures they are awful they're they they cause lots of issues afterwards and it's not it's not fun and you know whenever you're able to be where you can use that and you see the difference and don't have to use the medications it, it's awful that you know you can't be at where you are from and be able to do and use stuff like that that is beneficial whereas there's stuff like this that is legal you know it really that kind of ticks me off and i get on a soapbox so that's why every time they come in here in south carolina and try to legalize it which nancy mace is oh goodness she was she's something else but she was trying to go on a thing to um present a bill to legalize it here in South Carolina. I think North Carolina will have it legalized before we do here. Yeah, those seizure medicines, I, I don't like them. Um, if I take the full dose that I'm supposed to take, I am like a zombie as well. I don't, I don't like it. And see this, like with the different strands, what you were saying, Angie, with the sativa and the indicas, you know, I mean, it's not like you got to have something that's going to knock you out you know it's like oh well all they're gonna do you know just have that and sleep all day no you can have the sativas that are more of the like the uppers sort of i don't mean like it ain't gonna make you speed or anything like that but it's not going to um make you to where you're like wanting to lay down you're able to go function and work and and do what you need to do now i mean i'm not operating heavy heavy machinery or anything but you know, you're able to go function. And even like with the heavy machinery, I mean, CBD does not make you high. And you could do the different dosage amounts, just like with the edibles, to where even if you're using the full cannabis and making it at home, which I think you should be able to make all of it at home. You shouldn't have to go pay. I mean, if you want to, fine. But if it's something that you can grow at home and... and have you should be able to do that because it does it is expensive and the taxes alone in the shops you know it's the same price as what the stuff is but you should be able to grow it and have it and use it and then with the edibles you know you can just take a little piece it's not like you're going trying to get completely stoned you know and be able to to function and still not hurt but not have to take all of those other medicines you know the medicines have so many horrible side effects that it's not good. And, and those companies are just making fortunes off of us with the pharmacy companies, and it's killing us. Medications, too, from a doctor. They give you one medication to treat or Band-Aid whatever problem you have, but then you have to have another prescription for the side effects for the first medication and it's just like a trickle down effect like, oh it is it's definitely a cascade yeah yeah so for me i mean i can have an edible or 
put some salve on and continue my day and not have to worry about when is it going to run out and what else do I have to take to counter whatever I just took just to function throughout the day. So that's kind of why I, I like using it, honestly. Yeah, and see, it works. And, like, people with autoimmune issues, um, you know, like you do, you have autoimmune, an autoimmune oh, yeah. condition. And it really is, it's beneficial, especially with that, because when you have autoimmune issues, it's, it could be horrible. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to sit there and gloat or anything like that, but like, oh, this is worse than anything else. It's not, but I mean, it's not pleasant. And that, keeps you from where you're able to go through your day and and still function and work and and be a very productive you know not only member of society but a good mother and a good wife you know you're still able to raise your children and raise them well and and it's wonderful so you know why can't people in other places be able to have the same thing you know right well, guys, um, I didn't realize what time it was. It's almost 8, and I think Conley's on at 8. So, guys, I'm going to go ahead. And, um, Angie, thank you so much for being on with me tonight. It was wonderful having you back. I've missed you. I've missed everybody else, too. I'm glad to be back and feeling better. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. And and we'll have to have you back definitely next Monday. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, hon. I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll pray. Does anybody have any prayer requests? If you do, put them in the chat real quick. Um, I'm going to, I'll hurry us out and then I'm going to play our celebration song for Kilted Christian Clan. All right, if you're not driving, bow your heads and we'll say a prayer. Got it, Tam. And I got it, Jason. Buller man, I'm sorry. I, I'll try not to call out the real names on here. I mess up, so um, I apologize on that. Any other prayer requests real quick? For, or not, I mean, you don't have to be real quick, but any other prayer requests? I just didn't want to leave everybody here in, in kind of dead silence. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you for letting us come together tonight for for Angie for being here and and sharing with us and giving us so much insight and knowledge. And for all of our family here, um, thank you, Father, for just blessing us with this, this family that you brought together through Scott and through other different ways. Um, you just brought us all here together and it's so wonderful and all the many blessings that you've given us all in our lives with Duncan and and the trees that that fell and 
yeah, still he's okay and his car's okay. And Father, we thank you for that. And and we thank you for for the sunshine and warm weather that we had here today in South Carolina and 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 for everybody else that's, you know, you that all of the blessings you've given. We're just so grateful and so thankful for for all of it, Father. You are a, a wonderful, loving, generous Father. So thank you for that. We ask tonight for prayers, for unspoken prayers for Jaja and for Tim, for Bowler Man, for um, even the ones that's in Duncan's neighborhood as they clean up and continue to clean up and get this mess out of the way. Uh, as for prayers for Duncan as he heals from all of the work that he's done for moving all these trees. I pray for all of our family here and the ones that aren't here live that whatever needs they may have father that you you know that what they are and that you just meet them and that you continue to bless them um whether they're they're spoken or not you know what they need you know how to help them so father i just ask that you reach out and and bless them and help them um for those that don't know you and don't know the love of Jesus and what he did, Father, I pray that someone here or someone that may be listening later will be able to to just touch out, touch someone, um, either through prayer or through a random meeting or whatever that, that you design, Father, that they can help be the person that brings someone else to Jesus so that way no soul is lost. Nobody gets to go um and go to Sheol. nobody is going to be in hell because we are all your children father and you love us all so i just pray for all of those lost souls and and those that that don't know you that they can have the same love and and wonderful ability to to talk to you and to know your love like we do father for our children that that are suffering father i pray for justice for them and for the rescue of them for anyone causing them harm for your judgment and your justice to be swift and mighty father god we thank you um just for all that you've done and all that you continue to do for the blood on the cross of jesus christ that allowed us to be saved and, and wash away our sins father we are so grateful we're grateful that for all of the many things you've given us. This is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, guys. So thank you so much. I'm going to play our song in honor of Kilted Christian Clan. Living and I think you missed it earlier, sis. But this is for you guys. For you and for Duncan. For Jeff and for y'all i just i love you guys and i'm so happy you're gonna be back tonight y'all have a wonderful blessed night